back, everybody. This is episode 10 of Overtime with Dylan Angelo, your weekly sports gambling podcast. Uh, we took a couple weeks off. Uh, Mike and I, you know, like I said before, we work full-time jobs, a little busy. Our schedules got a little crazy. Had some family stuff going on. Uh, but we're back. We're back again, and, and we're excited. Yeah, man. Finally. Glad to be back. Um, been a little busy, like you said, but I think here going forward, there shouldn't be too much coming up. We should still be pretty much on schedule. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, you know, honestly, the it was like we took a little two-week vacation at the perfect time. There, there yeah. was a lull you know, kind of with everything. There was, you know, a few things that happened, obviously, start of MLB season. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, You know, NBA play-ins are starting. Um, You know, NHL's rounding out. We finished March Madness, um, which I crushed, absolutely crushed. And I ended up finishing positive in college basketball, so that was awesome. Nice. Um, So, yeah, you know, I think it was a perfect time for us to take a little break because, you know, we both just had too much going on and and now we can get going and we're coming back here with something special this week and I'll talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, we're just I mean, I'm excited. I can't. Yeah, got some cool stuff to talk about now that we're coming back and a few other things we're going to throw in here. So it's a good time to be back. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll start I'll start in baseball and I'll try not to go crazy here. (laughs) My Yankees, man. They, they look good, right? Mike, Mike is a Yankees fan as well, for people that don't know. Um, so the lineup looks good. Stanton looks good right now. You know, he's typically not this good this early. You know, sometimes he's banged up even too. Um, you know, Hicksy looks good. So that's – I think Aaron Hicks is probably the most important piece to the success. And he's lineup. always been a pretty consistent guy. When he's healthy. When he's healthy. You know, he's well, been story way too banged up, especially for that ridiculous <laughs> contract they gave him. Yeah. And – not to go in because a, a lot of people know how I feel about Aaron Hicks, and I think he's a little overrated given the money he was given. But take take some time and go look at Aaron Hicks's contract, and go look at the contract Ronald Acuna has. They are way too similar for the difference in, in <laughs> level of player. It's crazy. So my thing with the Yankees, right? Starting pitching has been my thing with them for the last two three years now. I think Garrett Cole's a little overrated, um, but he's a one. I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, argue with somebody that Garrett Cole is not a number one for anybody because he is. He absolutely is. But he needs to be more consistent, you know, and and we saw that at the end of last year. And we saw that a little bit in his first start this year. I think he gets too, too emotional. Yeah, he he makes a lot of excuses, too, instead of actually just putting the blame on himself. Right. That I've noticed. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a little bitchy. You know what I mean? He complains a lot. Like, like, dude, it's opening day at Yankee Stadium. You're going to yell at Billy Crystal to hurry right. up. Like, come on, man. Just know you know what you're doing. You know, like, there's a time and place for all that fiery stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm a pitcher who pitches with emotion every time. But the emotion has to be right. in the right place. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, you know, the thing that pissed me off the most was that we didn't get a starting pitcher to go five innings until the fourth game of the season, which was Jordan Montgomery. And, or, like, what? Or no 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 it wasn't Montgomery it wasn't it Tyon I think it was Jamison Tyon, so the so we went zero for three then Tyon pitched and he went five and then I'm pretty sure Nestor Cortez didn't go five last night either no yeah so like we get one of our starting five guys one of them goes five innings like that's not sustainable and everybody's telling me oh well they're winning oh well you're just overreacting okay fine people told me the same thing last last year when I started off the same exact way the starting pitching is bad yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way around right. it. I mean, give it time, it's probably not sustainable. Right, and I, I would say more or less the, the non-sustainable part is the length you're asking out of your bullpen. 
You can't ask your bullpen to pitch from the fifth inning on every single night. Like, you can't do it. You got to get a starting pitcher to get you to, to the fifth, sixth, hell, seventh inning one time here. You know, like, especially days where Garrett Cole pitches, because that's a day where, like, your bullpen, you like, from I know from a perspective where when your ace is on the mound, your bullpen chills out for, for a while because you're like, all right, he's going to go to work for, for a while. We, we can, you know, wait until the sixth inning, and then we start getting ready. Right. You know, where, like, a guy like Nestor Cortez, you're not as sure. You know, he's a, he's a junk ball kind of guy. So, you know, maybe if he's not looking great in the first or second inning, now you're a bullpen, you're up in the third inning moving around activities just getting that's all you know that's all doing something like when Cole's pitching everybody just sitting there watching for the first three innings unless there's an emergency and unfortunately there's been too many emergencies you know I I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know go full-blown panic mode but they have to go get another top rotation guy if they want to win the world series this year they just they, they can't do it with what they got sure and you know, the lineup, the lineup is what it is. I think, um, you know, I think Donaldson's going to be a good piece. I like his, I like his attitude. I think he brings like an edge that I don't necessarily think the Yankees have had, you know, like Aaron Judge, you know, Captain America, Mr. Personality, like just smiles his way through everything. Like he's the face of the Yankees. Sure. But like, nobody's got that, like, I want to rip that your fire. throat out right. from the batter's perspective. Like Garrett Cole has it, but that's only you're only getting that one out of five, one every five days. Yeah. Donaldson gives you that almost any time he's there, you know, and his aggressiveness. And, you know, I love the fact that DJ LeMay, he was going to bounce all around. I think he gives you stability wherever he is. I like that too. Yeah. And, you know, and without a doubt, the defense is going to be better this year. You know, with having um, uh, Marwin Gonzalez, he'll fill in well. Um, Kiner Falefa, he's a good defensive guy. Glaber, you know, Glaber's better at second than he is at short. We all know that. You know, and DJ's just, he's a gold glover wherever he is. So, I'm, I'm excited. Rizzo's, you know, fantastic yeah. defense. So, that's a loaded infield, you know. And when they go heavy in the outfield, meaning Stanton uh, and left, Judge and center, or I'm sorry, Stanton, Gallo in left, Stanton in right, Judge in center, when they go like the big boy outfield, that even works because Judge has got some range. Right. You know, so that can help give Hicks a day off, let him swing it, you know, DH him or give him a full day off, DH Donaldson. Like there's just so many pieces you can move around. And I think it is a good lineup, but you have to reward this kind of a lineup with top tier pitching. Sure. And what do you, do you think Aaron Judge long term? You saw obviously he de- declines that contract. Um and I don't blame him. He's taking a bet on himself, and I've seen this from a lot of guys. You know, what I think Aaron Judge is doing is I, I think he's going to see how much money Juan Soto is going to get next year and, and some of these other guys, yeah. and he's going to say, I'm, I'm in that. Got to stay healthy, though. I agree. I fully agree. And I think, I think the Yankees are going to really, really try to get Juan Soto. I, I really do. I think they, they're going to go for him. He could replace Joey Gallo easily because yeah. he's that left-handed bat and he's a superstar, but – there's going to be some teams that got some more money. Like the Mets got like the more. The Mets, mo- they could just hand them a blank check. They got way more money than the Yankees do, which is absolutely crazy that that I just know. came out of my mouth. But you know what I mean? Like they could. They, I just think with Judge, he's he's betting on himself, and it's a good bet. It's a smart bet, but the health does matter. You know, it, he hasn't actually had any severe injuries. Knock on wood. If that happens, then he loses that bet. Yeah. You know, because that immediately sets you back. And, you know, Cashman, he's a little rat. So, like, <laughs> I, I just I, – if he doesn't get this done, you know what I mean? I'm not 
Aaron Judge should be a Yankee long-term, absolutely. A contract should happen. But if I, I'm not going to be absolutely shocked if Cashman finds Doesn't a way get to it done. blow this. Right. You know, like, it's just, he's such a little, ah, I can't stand him. <laughs> I can't stand him. I don't like him more than Howie Roseman. So people that know me, there wow. you go. That's where yeah, that okay. was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's enough for that. That's enough for that. Uh, talking just a little bit around the league, man, baseball's been fun. It's it been fun. These games have been so much fun. They're scoring everywhere. I was say a lot of runs being scored too in oh some my games. God, absolutely. And like some of these early dudes that are just raking, and and like the young pitchers that are coming up. I watched some guy pitch, uh, Barsh, Matt Barsh, I think his name. I'm sorry if I'm messing up his name. I uh, pitched for the Mariners yesterday. Young kid from Niagara University. Whoo, man. He was throwing some junk like I was like stuff like that. Hunter Green for the Reds. Well, you know, our boy Dan, he's high on him. I watched him throw the other day. He looked fantastic. Like it's just so much fun. I love day baseball too. got nothing going on, doing some stuff at work, throw the game on the computer while I'm working. You know, I I love stuff like that. So it's just it's that time of the year. It's spring. Uh, You know, we just got done with the Masters. Yeah. You know, that was that's always fun to watch. Yeah, it was good to see Tiger. Oh, yeah, dude. It's good yeah. to see him play as well as he did for basically almost losing his leg. Yeah, and, you know, anybody out there that didn't bet him to make the cut, I understand. But if you bet against him to make the cut, you're a horrible human <laughs> being. I just want to put that out there. I did bet him to make the cut. I was very happy. I did, too. I, yeah, and, like, obviously, yeah, he didn't have the best days after those first yeah. two. But, like... It was still it was good to see. He played the whole weekend. He played the whole weekend. It doesn't matter what your score is. You just just to see you do that again mm-hmm. was impressive. And enough. his first, I the I watched the first day of the Masters almost all day, and he had a great first day. Great day, and he looked like he looked like himself. He Some looked vintage like vintage Tiger. Moments. Yeah, like locked in. So I think once he gets his stamina, he definitely can still win a major. Yeah, I think for sure. But you know, come that third fourth day, it's harder to make those it's a long Tiger day. shots. Yeah, it's a long you know what days. I mean. So, but that, you know, that was fun too. Um, like I said, March Madness rounded out. Kansas won it all. That was, that, yeah. I mean, that was so much fun. North Carolina went on an amazing, amazing run. run. That was so fun. Um, and, you know, the NBA play-ins, I, I had, I'm not a big basketball guy, as I always say. I had, a, you know, a lot of fun last night watching the Timberwolves game and watching the Nets and Cavs game. And more so the Nets and the Cavs because I bet the Cavs plus nine and a half because the I Nets, saw that the Nets going into that game were thir- 10, 30, and one. Yeah, and their record Wor- at home is worst record at yep. home against the spread. 10, 30, and one. You know how hard that is to, <laughs> to have that bad of a record. And if you look, they won a lot of those games. They just didn't cover. Yeah. So last night I'm watching and like you know freaking I think Cavs were down at one point like 15, 16. I'm like it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to get there in the end. And then there, there we were in the fourth quarter. Cavs were down six at one point. And yep. I'm like, yep, there it, is. there it is. That's all it is. But, you know, Brooklyn's tough. I think they play the Celtics next. That's going to be a really good series because, uh, you know, Celtics are one of the better defensive teams. That Williams is out. I don't know if he's out for the whole series, but that's going to obviously matter. Um, and, you know, the, the shout out to Timberwolves, man. Yeah, it was good to see the Wolves. Without Cat doing anything. I know. Cat crumbled, and he always crumbles in big games. But, like, Anthony Edwards, wow, stud, like absolute, and and D'Lo, I mean, for as much, I I don't think he's I I don't think he's that good of a point yeah. guard, but he showed up last night, man. And Pat Beverly is just like in your pocket, yeah, all day long, like just a little, but he's it, that's not all he does, you know what I mean? Like that's he's I, that was just that was a fun game. I was happy for Minnesota. I bet the Clippers money line. I just thought the Clippers with Ty Lue, and I thought PG would play a little better. 
you know, they they got down, they got up, and they just blew it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They just couldn't get a bucket. Like it was it was crazy. But I'm happy. I'm happy for Minnesota. I don't love the playing style though. I was talking to one of my friends last night, and I thought I didn't. I I really wasn't a hundred percent like in depth with how the play in works. So I just thought it was one and done last night. So if you lost, you were eliminated and, uh, you know, whatever moves on. So then, I, then I'm hearing them talk about it. And I'm like, wait, so even if you lose, you go play again. Uh, you know, like I was like, right. what, what is going on? But you know, it is what it is. It's, it's something that, you know, they'll just drag the season out, sell more tickets, make more money. That's yep. how it goes. <laughs> You're seeing that with a lot of leagues, you know, look, the NFL is bumping up two more wild card teams. MLBs grabbing more teams. Like it's just, they want more games. Well, yeah. Any way you can make some money, get more revenue, especially in the postseason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Speaking of postseason, man, NHL, whoo-hoo, yeah. I've been hot these last two weeks, too. I'm rolling. And May 1st, last regular season day, I'm so excited for the playoffs, man. We're going to kill it. Like, I, 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 I am so excited for these <laughs> games. Because once, like, once they start to get to that point of where you got, like, one, two, three games, that's it, it's so much easier. You know, like, last night there was a 14-game slate. I bet eight of them. I went four <laughs> and four. I went to bed happy. I didn't make yeah. any money, didn't lose any money, but like it's so much easier, easier when you just narrow it down and you get to know the good teams, you get to see who's rolling, you know, like I, NHL playoffs are going to be so much fun. So, I'm excited for that and, you know, I'm ready to uh I'm ready to get going again. Yeah, and then also on the horizon is we're going to get some some football, some USFL starting up soon. Yeah, yeah. That'll be exciting. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that too. You know, I jumped in heavy on the XFL when it came back uh, a couple years ago, and the product they put out there was really good. Yeah, and COVID just killed it. Yeah, I mean it's nice that uh, the Rock is going to bring it back. Yeah, I think um, the XFL the, is going to do got well. Funding, it's going to be all right. And you know, a lot of the I was listening to Mike Pereira talk because he's going to be the um, like he's like the head of like the rules and officiating for the USFL, just like he is for the NFL. Sure. And he was talking about how the NFL is using the USFL and the XFL as partnerships to test things. to test new stuff out, and which is nice. Also, too, it, it it almost creates like this triple A aspect of football. So, like if you're yeah. if you're a guy, right, you go to some low level. D1 or D2 or D3 and you ball, but you can't get drafted, you can go play in one of these developmental leagues, make a name for yourself, yeah, maybe, get on TV and, 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 and maybe make a roster. And sure. guess what? You know, that's, that's obviously the, the dream for a lot of these guys, but I would be willing to bet that if you sat down with every player in the USFL or XFL, whatever one of these leagues, sat down with all of them, almost half of them would just want to keep playing football. Like they're not necessarily all of them going for the NFL. I'm sure. Right. They just want. They just love a the game. To play. And just yeah. Want, yeah. Just want to play competitive, a high level of football yeah. again. And you know, I'm I'm excited. Like Mike said, this is opening weekend. Uh, we got one game Saturday. Uh, it's 7:30. It's on Fox or NBC. It's the New Jersey Generals at the Birmingham Stallions. Um, now I don't know if we're gonna get spreads on these. I'm I'm really hoping. I don't know if FanDuel or what's gonna have it in New York. <clears throat> But if we do, we're going to hammer it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't wait. And then Sunday, we have the rest of the games um, at, let's see here, 12 o'clock, you got Houston Gamblers at Michigan Panthers. 4 o'clock, you got the Philadelphia Stars at the New Orleans Breakers. And then 8 o'clock, you got the Tampa Bay Bandits at the Pittsburgh Maulers. Now, let me put this out there right now, calling it before I see any of this. Tampa Bay Bandits are winning this whole thing anyway. Jordan Tamu, he's the quarterback for the yep. Bandits. 
forget he about was it. in the xfl right he yeah. was uh roughnecks no no the, no um pj walker was on the roughnecks he was on the um it was the the they were new orleans new orleans they were oh my god or was it new orleans or was, was it st louis st louis st. yes st louis uh battle hawks battle hawks that's what it, that's was. What it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. he was nasty he was good you know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm taking Jordan Tamu. I think the Tampa Bay Bandits are just going to run away with it because sure. I think he's the best quarterback in this league. And looking around, some of these quarterbacks are all right, but like, I'm not shaking in my boots because of Shea Patterson. <laughs> Saw enough of that. Michigan, go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I'm excited. And there's no PJ Walker in this one. Yeah, PJ Walker, he made it to the NFL. Yeah, after. Carolina. Yeah. Even started some games yeah, for he him. Did. You know, he. That's the thing about this man. It's just an opportunity. It's an opportunity to get eyes on you and play. You know, prove that you're that you're still good. So I'm excited. Some of the rules are fun. Uh, you know, they're bringing back the opportunity to go for one, go for two, go for three on the extra points, so it can actually swing it to like a nine point game. You know, like yeah. you, you or you're, if you're down nine, you can still tie the game. It's going to create a, a lot of fun. That's why I'm curious here what what we see gambling wise, because these lines are going to be tough for them to figure out. Because we don't know the scoring yet. So, like, for yeah, overs exactly. and unders, we got I feel like they almost got to see a weekend and then figure out what the mean is where they're going to actually right. set that line. Which, my question would be, do you think that makes betting for it easier the first weekend out before you see anything? Yeah, I think so a little bit. But at the same time, it's also the feeling out process of the teams, right? Sure. They might not be too deep in their playbooks yet. They might be very, uh, you know... What am I trying to say here? The, like the a, just a little like like a little taste of the playbook, right? Yeah, very easy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like very simple Ease calls. Into it. Absolutely. So I don't know. I think the you know the the more this grows and hopefully the success it has, it'll create better betting angles. But I mean, that first weekend, I'm just gonna hammer all the overs. Yeah. Points, 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 points. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be a lot of defense in some of these games, maybe. But I I don't know. We're it's just gonna be fun. You know, like Mike said, it, it's football. We're back and. Perfect timing because we get the USFL for like a like a couple weeks and then we roll right into the NFL draft. Yep, I'm so excited, man. My Eagles got two first round picks. Yeah, how I'm so excited? So you were on. You felt good about that trade that you made with what the New Orleans, right? Yeah. So you know, and that's something that's something I'm glad you brought up because at the time I on my I think believe my personal Twitter account I was bitching about it and I just like to bitch sometimes. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) But, <laughs> but you know, my, my whole point to that wasn't obvious. Like, I'm not stupid. That trade, any, anybody makes that trade. Oh, it makes what the, sense. It, what the yeah, Eagles sure. did was they just moved that, that, the three first-round picks to next year. Next year. That's all. But the, the explanation that they're doing that as an insurance policy in case Hurts doesn't work is what boils my blood. Yeah. Because every Eagle schmuck out there is going to tell me, Jalen Hurts is the future. He's the franchise. Yeah. He's this. He's that. Your own team isn't even telling you that. Like, yeah. read between the lines. What are they saying? They're saying, if this don't work out, buddy, bye-bye. Yeah, we're, there's our insurance policy. Right. Like, you don't do that when you have your guy. Right. So that that's where I'm a little upset. And I'm not a Jalen Hurts guy. I've told everybody I don't believe he's the Eagles franchise quarterback. He's a decent quarterback, maybe a stopgap guy for a lot of teams. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. No, no way in hell. But, like, we're going to just keep doing this? We did it with Carson. Right, Carson's yep. our guy. Carson's our guy. Oh, oh, we get rid of Nick Foles because Carson's our guy. But we're gonna draft an insurance policy in Jalen Hurts. But Carson's our guy. 
no, 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 no. Jalen's our guy. Jalen's our guy. But we're going to go get an insurance policy for Jalen just, just in case. case. I don't want to keep doing this. <laughs> like, I can't. You need some take consistency this. in your life. <laughs> I need some stability. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm, you know, I, I wasn't, by, like I said, by any means, I was not upset with the trade. It makes a lot of sense for Philly and everything. But where I'm nervous is Howie Roseman doesn't necessarily draft well. Yeah. You know, he signs free agents well. That's worked more than drafting guys has. I just don't want him to mess this up, man. There's so many defensive monsters in this draft. Just go get them. Go yep. get starters. N'Kobe Dean, like that Jermaine Johnson, he might fall. I don't think Sauce or uh, Stingley fall for the, from the corners. No, I don't think so. But, like, even the wide receivers, man, if Chris Olave's sitting there, which I don't think he's going to be, but if he is, you have to take Pair him. Tear him up, right? Don't, don't, don't tell me that you got that, that kid from USC – out there that Drake London yep. and Olave and you go Drake London I will be so <laughs> mad because it's just like the year they went Arthago White yeah historically you don't really do well with receivers oh man brutal brutal and I heard teams were calling about Jalen Rager and it was funny because I was like when I saw that I was like oh okay so like why just open the door yeah don't ask for anything Oh, you're calling about Jalen Rager? Here, he, you can have you him. Can, take him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to send us a seventh-round pick? Sure. In the next, like, it could be ten years from now. I don't care. Yeah. Just take him. You need somebody to to pair up with Smith, though. Absolutely. Yeah, they need. I I would prefer a physical guy. I do like uh, that. I don't want Burke. I think from Arkansas, maybe Burke or Burks. Um, I like him. He's a big physical guy. Reminds me a little bit of DK, just a little slower, I would say. Um, but better route runner. Not not so much a street guy. But I think. With Devontae, I, I want a big physical receiver over there. Sure. You know, so, but yeah, like I said, football's starting. I'm not going to, I don't want to keep going on the Eagles. I'll go all day. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, you know, USFL starting, NFL draft starting. It, it's good. All good things. So I want to, uh, I want to talk a little bit real quick about something I'm going to be starting. Um, so this Saturday, we're going to, we're going to do something different. I'm going to post something out there. Uh, we're going to give away a $20 parlay to somebody. So what that means is that when I post it, you have to be following overtime at Overtime with DA. Uh, you have to retweet it, and I will do a random selection of one person. I'll DM you and say, you know, congratulations, you won the $20 parlay, and you send me your parlay. It has to be at least two teams, obviously, to make a parlay. Um, now, I will put the bet in for you. I will send you the ticket, and if you win, I'll Venmo you your winnings or however you, you know, anybody wants to do it. But you got to... You, like I said, you got to make sure you're following me and you retweet it, all right? Because that's the only way you're going to win this. But, you know, it's something fun just to kind of interact with people. I, I, like, I want to see some people's, like, creations because, you know, if I want a $20 parlay, I'm not playing, like, a bullshit two-teamer that's going to win me $40. I'm yeah, hammering hammer a lottery ticket. Yeah, it's you know? $20. Right, try to hit something for, like, a grand for 20 bucks. Yeah. you know? So that's, a, that's what I'm going to do. So that's going to be Saturday. Um, and, you know, I don't have the Saturday slate in front of me, but I will try to post it by, like, 11, get it out there for maybe a couple hours, and by 1 o'clock, cut it, pick the winner, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, that's going to be Saturday. I'll, I'll, post, um, I'll post it on Twitter, you know, maybe Thursday or Friday just to remind people, like, hey, we got a, we got a little promotion going Saturday. Uh, but, yeah, something, something fun to do. Yeah, and I think it's something we could do. You know, maybe every every other episode, or maybe once a month, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and who knows? You know, maybe every weekend. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm we might have some that. success with it. See some how other people like to bet, or just. And I just like interacting fun. with with yeah. you know the the gambling Twitter community. It's I've been I, you know I co started collaborating with a couple people. You know, I did a parlay with another gambling source last night, and 
you know, we missed it by one game and it was of course the game I picked, but like still, <laughs> you know what I mean? Still like it, it's just fun, man. It's fun to like talk shop with people and just hear their different perspectives. on Yeah. It. I got to say, even since this has all started, I've even gotten a few other followers trickling in that are other betters, you know, from the gambling world over on Twitter. And even a few of them DM me like, Hey, you know, if you ever want to reach out, talk over some shit, like, Let's let's put some stuff together. And it's just a really cool community. Everybody's having fun with it. Absolutely. You know? And, you know, you can obviously there's that negative shit. Like, I can't tell you how many people like are like, oh, right. stupid and pick. Yeah, there's always going to be yeah. that side of it. Sure. But it's cool that there are there's a, a, lot. a vast majority of people that's like, hey, let's win some money together. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, cool. That is the best part about it. You know, it really is because. Like I always say, we're, we're all trying to do the same thing. Right. It's all free stuff. We're all just trying to figure it out together yeah, and have right. some fun. So Right. So that'll it. be, uh, yeah, that'll be this weekend. That'll be Saturday. Yeah, that'll be cool. So speaking of Twitter, um, since I've been away for a little bit here, I'll recap my, uh, my runs. Um, I finished, I'll start with NCAA basketball. So I finished above 500. I finished 82, 66, and 1. Um, so that was that was a good season, uh, considering I'm not great with basketball. Um, so far in the NBA, I'm 30, 21, and two. I'm gonna I bet both play-in games last night. I'm gonna probably bet a majority of the NBA playoff games, so that volume will pick up a little bit. Um, MLB, I'm 27 and 20. MLB's been a little tough, but I've also I've fallen into this like deep, deep love with these no runs in the first <laughs> inning. That's like deep love. I, I just – I see them, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. Like, I just hammer them <laughs> everywhere. I hit one yesterday. Uh, it was a three-teamer. I put two I put two out publicly, hit both of those, and then I created my own three-team parlay, and it was plus 625 and just smashed it yeah, yesterday. I think I saw that. I hit that – like, the first game was at 1 o'clock, the Red Sox game. I hit that, and then the other two started at 4. So, literally, I got home from work, sat down, turned on the TV, and I was like, oh, shit, I hit that. Like it was, it was such a nice way to get home from work yesterday. So, you know, that's something that I've, that I've been having a little fun and experimenting with. And, uh, you know, NHL, of course, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my go-to. I'm 169, 128 and two. That is, I mean, I, I got a good feeling I'm going to get to 200, especially by, t by the time we get to the cup. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that. A nice, nice 200 plus win season to start you know, for us here, for our first season of overtime. And, you know, we picked this up, what would we start? January, I think? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, January, yeah. end of January. So, I mean, like, I missed a solid two, three months of the NHL season. And I'm still almost going to, you know, finish with hopefully 200-plus wins. So, um, that's a, that's something I'm excited about. It's something I really – I study hard, man. I look, I look at a lot of different stuff. And, you know, it's one of those things. Everybody will tell you, you put the work in, but find your own work. You know, it's all – it's – you can a lot of people can tell you how to research things and what to look for and trends and everything, but find your own way. You know what I mean. Yeah. Find your own way to that it works for you. Try different things. Low, you know, start it low. Throw five dollars on something that you're trying based on something. See if it works, and then if it does, then you can increase as as it works. You right. know what I'm saying? So, that's just something little little piece of advice. But I'm I'm excited, man. I, I'm really really excited tonight. We got a nice easy three game slate in the NHL. Thank God, because that 14 game <laughs> nightmare last night not a nightmare, but I was just I, it was too much. I was like yeah. a fat kid in a candy store. It was just too, <laughs> it was too much. So we got um we, like I said the the season ends May first, but we got three games tonight. I'm gonna have I believe plays in all of them. Yep, I got three plays. Uh, I said NBA play-ins, which I went one and one last night, and uh, I want to talk a little bit more about these no runs in the first inning. So these no runs in the first inning, you can do them a couple different ways. One thing I've noticed, on FanDuel especially, there's a, so if you go to the innings tab and then 
it gives you an outcome for the first inning. Runs, like, or tie, or, like, money line, whatever. Click on it and, and compare the odds. Because I've seen sometimes if it's, like, a tie in the first inning, it'll be, like, minus 130. But then if you go to the over or under one run and you click zero runs, like no runs, that'll be a better value sometimes. Obviously, I think it's because sometimes it can end 1-1 or 2-2 in the first inning. That's more or less what the tie is referring to. But you get the better odds with the zero runs. With the zero, zero as a tie versus I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I would, you know, make sure you're looking because I know a lot of people, like some people have DM me and they, they've been like, is this, what, is this the right one? I'm like, no, you got to click the one underneath it. Yeah. The one that says zero runs, not a tie. You know, so that's something just just for everybody out there. But you know, it, they, they're fun, man. It's like it's so quick. It it reminds yeah. me of horse racing, how quick it is. Like it's boom, here you go. And it, I had one uh, Saturday, no Sunday, Sunday. I had one. I did. I had to get eighteen outs, right? I got seventeen outs. My best friend, he's a Mets fan. The Mets were my last one. They were playing the Nationals. Carlos Carrasco was pitching, right? Carlos Carrasco gets the first guy out. Juan Soto's up. He gets Juan Soto out. I am one out away. One out away. Nelson Cruz goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bombs me. And I completely lose it. So, right? So, I just turned – I didn't have anything else going in that game, so I just turned it right off. My buddy, who's the Mets fan, just texts me. He goes, Carrasco retired 16 straight guys after that. I was oh. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> How brutal is that? Brutal. But you know that that's the that's the fun part of it. You know, and I think that parlay was like like plus eight twenty five or something stupid like that. You know, and but you you'll find that when you start to put them together, the odds kind of get crazy, but they're not that hard. Not to that hit. hard to hit. Yeah. yeah. So so you know they're they're pretty fun. So with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll right into my bets here tonight. <clears throat> I'm gonna start in the MLB. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays money line. I'm taking the Yankees money line. I'm going to hammer both of those. Then I'm going to do two NRI, NRFI bets. No runs in the first inning. I'm taking the Brewers and the Orioles and the Mariners and the White Sox. I like a lot of the pitching matchups tonight, and I think those are, those are two ones that are, are pretty good. I like the Yankees one as well with Barrios pitching for the Blue Jays, but I'm hammering the Yankees tonight because Garrett Cole is going to be A, pissed off, and I think a, a more pissed off Garrett Cole tends to be a good thing sometimes. When he's not playing the Red Sox, I feel like when he when he's playing the Red Sox, he puffs his chest out too much, and it actually you know hurts him negatively. But uh, hurts him negatively. <laughs> <laughs> but against the Blue Jays, I don't know. I think he could get that lineup. That lineup's super aggressive. They strike out a lot. Like the other night, they had ten hits but ten strikeouts. Like they're they're a very aggressive ball club, and I think his his elevated fastball and if his slider's on, he could dominate tonight. So I'm rolling with Cole and the Yankees big. And uh, that, that's where I'm at in the MLB. So I got four plays in that. For the, rain, for the um, NHL, like I said, three-game slate. I'll give out two now because the third one's going to be my best bet. Um, I'm taking the Rangers in regulation over the Flyers. I also like the minus one and a half. I believe you can get plus value on the Rangers minus one and a half. But I just went regulation um, and over six in the Montreal-Columbus game. I believe it's six and a half. I did see a seven out there. Buy it to six. You know, if you want to take the juice on the seven, go for it. But I, I would just say buy it at six because if they get the six, you get the push at least, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't like that six and a half. I've said that before. I don't that, – that's a gross number. Yeah. The five and a half is nice, but six and a half gets just too – it's tough. Yeah, it's tough because six yeah. kills you and, you know, you, you need seven. Seven. And that's, that's, that's re- that's, that is hard. Even though there's been – like last night the Capitals scored nine, nine. goals against I the Flyers. I saw that. So, I don't know. You know, like it, there's, there's just – it's just one of those things for me. It's like, uh, you know, like a superstition. I right. just don't like six and a half. So uh, that's that for the NHL. 
And NBA, I'm going with two unders tonight. I think these are going to be a little tight, these games. I'm going with under 236 in the Hornets-Hawks games and under 230 in the Spurs-Pelicans game. So, again, two plays tonight in NBA, three plays in NHL, and four in MLB. And that's going to be my bets for tonight. All right, so time for our best bets. Uh, going back to a couple weeks, I'm 2-2. Two and two. Mike is 3-1. and one. Mike's staying hot. I'm going with two tonight. Um, as I said, I already gave out my other two NHL plays, so my third one is going to be my best bet, and it's going to be Colorado Avalanche regulation only. So they got to win within th- uh, three periods. Um, I like that one a lot. And my second best bet, like I said, is going to be Yankees money line. I'm just I'm hammering that. I love Cole tonight. I think the lineup's playing well, um, and I, I think they get Barrios a little bit. Mike, what do you got? I got the Hornets plus five. Against the Hawks, right? Um, against the Hawks, yep. yep. I hate the Hawks. It's more or less because I'm a Knicks fan, but fuck them. I do like, besides just not liking the Hawks, I do like the Hornets. I think they're a good team, and I like that value for the plus five. Yeah, I think it's like minus 105. Yeah. I think the I think the Hawks minus five was like yep, it's minus 115. Yeah. Yeah, you're, at, you're absolutely right. Yeah, so good. I, I like that. I'm with you there. I like that one too. All right, time for the OT parlay. We're 0 for 5. <laughs> and we're doing it again we're, we're here again we're 0 for 5 we're down 250 as a as a as a joint unit here so here we go we're back all right this is a good one tonight man i i, I like this one we dabbled a little bit in some hockey some basketball some baseball um i think i think this is one that we got a good shot at yeah. hitting as i say every week here we go <laughs> our first one's gonna be pelicans money line second one's gonna be rangers money line Third one's going to be over five and a half in the Kings and Avs. And our fourth pick is going to be Brewers money line. That is plus 443 for $50. You get $271.59 back. That's including your $50 investment. So again, it's a four teamer at plus 443. Pelicans money line, Rangers money line, over five and a half Kings and Avs and Brewers money line. That's our OT parlay. I'm excited, man. Me too. Hopefully, let's you know get back on track. Yeah, we'll get have back our, on track. We'll have just... a nice winning night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's it for episode ten. We'll definitely be back next week. As always, thank you to everybody. Feel free to reach out. Give me a follow. Give me a DM. That's at Overtime with Da Mike. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next week.